0: This is Education Matters, brought to you by the Ohio Education Association. Welcome back to Education Matters. I'm Katie Olmstead, and I'm part of the communications team for the Ohio Education Association and the 120,000 public school teachers and education professionals OEA represents across the state. Our public schools are stronger because of the beautiful diversity of the students they serve. Students of all races, backgrounds, abilities, and religions. And it is absolutely critical that educators are empowered to provide culturally responsive education in inclusive learning environments for all, so all students can learn, grow, and thrive. Unfortunately, when it comes to serving Muslim students in Ohio, many educators are a little unsure of where to begin. That's why the Ohio chapter of the Council on American Islamic Relations, or CARE, has launched a new website to support educators in that journey. It offers a number of tools and resources to help educators expand their knowledge and understanding of different cultures, traditions, and perspectives to better serve their Muslim students. Things like a carefully curated book list, a guide to Islamic religious practices for educators, and even a toolkit that centers around learning more about the holy month of Ramadan specifically. But that's just the start. CARE Ohio is asking Ohio educators to weigh in as the educator resource page continues to grow. Amina Barhumi, the executive director for the Council on American Islamic Relations Ohio chapter for the Columbus and Cincinnati regions, tells us why. Amina Barhumi, thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the podcast. Really exciting resources that you have just rolled out to help educators around the state. What can you tell me about that project? These resources have been a
1: few years in the making, and they evolved from our going into either classrooms as an organization or providing trainings around supporting Muslim students in public schools and hearing from teachers over and over again and educators over and over again say, do you have a list of books that you can provide us that we could read in the classroom to prompt conversation and create a sense of belonging for our students Um, and really understanding that it is through these conversations and these stories that oftentimes those connections are made. And lo and behold, we asked everywhere, and there didn't seem to be a list that anyone was compiling. Um, We saw a lot of smaller lists, but no one list really for educators to be able to
0: fall back on. Um, And that's really where it started from. And You know, that's right in our wheelhouse as OEA, diverse uh, literature is something we carry very deeply about. CARE Ohio just partnered with OEA and Hilliard Education Association on the Summer Celebration of Diverse Readers event to get diverse books into the hands of kids around the community because we believe in the power of diverse literature. Why is that something that's important to CARE Ohio?
1: That's a great question. Um, What a fun event.
0: It's important
1: for many reasons. Um, As a civil rights and advocacy organization, we I would be remiss to not recognize that Muslim students um, in some data points are twice as likely to be um, bullied or harassed in school just for being Muslim. Um, And we recognize that this happens oftentimes because there's a lot of misinformation and misunderstanding of what it means to be Muslim and that Islamophobia and anti-Muslim discrimination absolutely exists. But what we also recognize and we've also seen is that oftentimes educators really want to do the right thing and want to be responsive for their students. It is unfortunately both in the current climate that we find ourselves in where there's fears around doing the right thing and doing it wrong in a way that may be offensive or, or there's, um, implications to, uh, going the extra mile. Um, um, but most importantly, what we found, and as I, you know, started our conversation, it's that there aren't really a lot of resources or they're hard to find. Um, and so what we're trying to do here is curate and also hear from educators about what else that they need. Um, in no way is our educators resource page page, you know, an exhaustive list of resources or an exhaustive list of books. Um, The hope here is um, to get input um, from educators and parents and um, students themselves about what else should be included here. And the hope is to, you know, continuously update the page. I do want to mention just because oftentimes there's an assumption about um, who American Muslims are or you know, what does a Muslim look like? And uh, I'd say, you know, the the, Muslim, the American Muslim faith group is, uh, data tells us, that is the most most diverse um, racially and ethnically faith group um, in the United States. And what that means is that there's a whole array and plethora of, of um, rich stories, even within the Muslim community and rich experiences um, and what we have tried to do in this initial list that we've rolled out is to be able to showcase um, that and be able to have either students or um, uh, folks in the Muslim community to be able to recognize that they see themselves in some of these stories. And if there's anything that's missing, we're more than how, ha- you know, happy to be able to include additional um, books and resources.
0: And I think that idea of seeing yourself, in the literature is so important for all children. We know that children have the potential to create lifelong love of learning when they see themselves in what they're learning. We also know that it's important that kids see themselves in the classroom as well. Would you like to see more Muslim educators in Ohio and across the country? Oh, um, absolutely. I think we do
1: see a lot of um, educators heading into this space. I think... um, uh, you know, and, and I'll add, it's it's um, not an easy feat to feel very comfortable, um, oftentimes to teach in the public school system, um, uh, only because um, oftentimes even a school district may not know exactly how to support a Muslim teacher in our current environment. <laughs> um, and so I, I say that not um, sort of... Uh, philosophically i say that practically because we've had teachers who are entering into the public school system that are um, visible, um and you know uh, we're lucky um amongst a few you know school districts here in central ohio or 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 places sort of in more metropolitan areas um in which there's more diversity whether that be amongst educators and students but in some school districts where there is the, the diversity does not necessarily exist Um, We've had educators who have challenged um, their uh, superintendents when being hired to ask, you know, tell me how you all will support me in this current climate and environment if there is a parent um, that says, um, I don't want her or, you know, or him as a teacher because, you know, they look a certain way or they dress a certain way, which somehow implies something. And so, these are sort of some of the questions and support that we offer to community members as an organization navigating this complex space um, in a very, we're, we're in a, you know, Ohio is a very multiracial, multicultural, but oftentimes, um, like you mentioned, in particular um, career paths, um, and in particular public spaces, we don't find enough um, representation. And I think Um, I commend um, school districts that recognize this as a gap and are are looking to respond to that in a way to ensure um, that, uh, you know, uh, or see it as a really sort of positive way to be able to move the needle on ensuring that their entire district, their entire building and that their teachers are you know, reflected, uh, culturally reflected, and and students can see sort of educators that, you know, look like them, but even more so educators uh, being able to um, have those tools, right, that they need um, in the classroom that they are asking for (laughs) um, uh, to be able to be the best and most effective teacher that they could be.
0: And let's be clear, it is very important for students to see educators who look like them it's also very important for students to see educators who don't look like them. Absolutely. It is so important for students to see themselves in the books they're reading. And it is just as important for them to see the whole world around them in a, a, a new light. And I, I have to say, I'm not an educator, but I you know, was browsing the educator's resource page and I downloaded the educator's guide to Islamic uh, religious practices because I want to know. I mm-hmm. want to be able to understand And I want to be able to interact in the world around me in a more inclusive way. Take that into the classroom where I think those interactions are that much more important because we have to create safe, welcoming environments where every child can thrive, no exceptions.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, We have a a verse um, in the Quran that many um, traditionally, you know, many Muslims sort of use oftentimes in interfaith or, you know, public spaces to describe, um, how, uh, you know, uh, you know, basically in the Quran, it's, we created you, God is saying, we created you from nations and tribes so that you may know one another, so that you may know one another. And really, that's really the objective is how do we get to know one another? Um, what's really exciting too, that's on this page, um, I would say is, a um, a new, um, uh, bill that was introduced. Um, it's called educating for Ohio's future. We're one of the coalition partners with Opal. Um, and, uh, basically this would be an update to the social studies curriculum, um, um, in Ohio. It wouldn't change any sort of revised code, but what's really great about it is not, it doesn't only, I mean, it includes, um, Asian American Pacific Islander communities, folks from the African American communities, Arab North African refugee asylee communities, but also Appalachian communities, Jewish communities, Latin communities, um, and Native American communities, recognizing that in Ohio, we have a richness um, to who we are. And as you mentioned, ensuring that that is trickled in into the classroom um, allows students to widen, right, like their lens that they see from. Um, You know, oftentimes uh, folks share, like, if you want to grow and widen the lens that you see from travel, right? Travel the world. Um, And, you know, not everyone has the privilege to be able to travel the world, certainly not when you are young, Um, but really seeing it as sort of like this growth opportunity within the classroom to um, hear stories and have these conversations about folks Um, who have different experiences, lived experiences that they can share. Um, There's a lot of beauty in that. And that's, and that's really, you know, uh, what we intend to support is in line with that effort.
0: I can tell you from my perspective, my family is Jewish and the social studies curriculum when I was growing up, I, I just remember what I was reading in the textbooks being like, that's that's not right that's mm-hmm. this was clearly written by somebody who has no interaction with a, a real life jew mm-hmm. and i can imagine there's probably a, a fair amount of that in any education that's out there right now about the muslim community
1: oh i don't know even know where to get started on, <laughs> on responding to that um i worked um as a youth director before my position and You know, some of the stories that were shared were very jarring with me. I think at best, it oftentimes um, Muslim students, like other minority students find themselves in a position where they are burdened with the need to explain um, geopolitic complicated geopolitics Mm -hmm. that most adults um, can't wrap their head around. Um, And or, or or respond to um, you know uh, questions that are already uh, mired in layers of stereotypes to begin with, um, and it really leaves um, students feeling very frustrated, and then um, either reserved from really participating in class because no one wants to stand out, um, and no one wants to hold that responsibility, um, and then oftentimes all the way like the spectrum of you know some of you know what muslim students as well like will um you know uh deal with and again when i say muslim students i'm also referring to minority students um in general is that oftentimes you know this creates sort of an atmosphere where students don't know who to go to right like if and and, and sometimes teachers may not be intentional about about sort of the questions that they ask. It really comes from a place of just not knowing or a place of ignorance. Um but you know this is one of the reasons why when there are resources, it's much easier to like have those conversations um to fall back on um facilitating a conversation, right? Where you this your starting point is a story your starting point is a place of humanness, um, which is really important versus oftentimes what's assumed um, or misconstrued or misunderstood or misinformed. Um, and that becomes a much more difficult place to start a conversation. Um, I Or I contended it's a non-starter, right? Like right. of a conversation then. And yeah, so so I would say absolutely, you know, thank you for sharing Um Thank you for sharing um your lived experience. I think that, you know, we're all here to learn from each other.
0: And I think this educator resource page, especially with the the very accessible books that are there. I was I was browsing through the titles and I'm, you know, making my shopping list for what I'm going to get and read with my own kids because I think this really is an empowering experience for so many people to have a resource in your hand that is that starting point. Yes.
1: Um I would also say, you know, interestingly enough, um I received a question yesterday around like is this resource page is a response to something. <laughs> well, and is it that's a great question. <laughs> and you know, and and I understand what's implied um by that question. Um I will say a few things. So on this list we do have um you know, a few books that are actually on banned lists
0: across the country. Which is, I, I think it's an audio-only podcast, so people can't see me rolling my eyes back into my head about this, but go <laughs> ahead.
1: <laughs> and just, you know, kind of describes um the environment in which you know we currently live in. I think that the timing couldn't be more impeccable, but but it wasn't time to necessarily respond to all that. I think we as an organization recognize the importance of this. Um, way back when we started the initiative or, you know, began to intend to roll this out. This was about, you know, two years ago. Um, And it's just we wanted to be able to make sure that we got the methodology right. We wanted to make sure that we had answers to folks. And we don't really go with things publicly until we're absolutely certain. And it just seemed like the right time with the multiracial curriculum rollout um, in the Ohio Statehouse, too, as well um it just felt like an exciting time um and the right time um to be able to to share it out and you know for in particularly in muslim tradition where we recognize the importance of um at, even as parents to be able to raise um empowered uh young kids um to be able to um uh, as educators raise critical thinkers um it is Very unfortunate, um, I would say the kind of language that's being used around books, you know, which which you know is just unfortunate. I don't know how else to describe (laughs) my reaction to all this, but you know, I say this to say um, you were sharing about how empowering it is, and I feel as though um, there's a lot of talk about what we shouldn't have or pointing fingers about what's not right, right? And I would say what we absolutely should be doing is empowering our educators, empowering our students, empowering our parents um, with lived experiences. um, So that way they are equipped to make, you know, um, their choices about how, how to move forward with that information. But yeah. So I agree with you. The empowerment is, I think, a very, very powerful thing. Um, and, you know, we can't escape the fact and put our he- heads in the sand that we live in a global community, even here in Ohio. Especially um, here in Ohio. Especially here in Ohio. Uh, and and we need to be able to raise our kids and our students to be prepared for that to be prepared for the real world or else we are we, we are cutting short any opportunities that they have um, when they are choosing career paths when they are needing to interact um, with others as they go into colleges um this idea of censoring or excluding is not a healthy one um in which uh you know we believe is uh good for Um, our communities um, here in Ohio and across the United States.
0: In the last couple of seconds we have here, I know the resource page is new, but what has the reaction been so far?
1: I think it's been pretty positive. I think think we were really spot on. Um, We've had reactions both from the Muslim community and those um those um, educators or those in the sort of education space, so even like librarians sort of respond to be like, oh, this is so fabulous. Oh, my gosh, we've been waiting for something like this. Um, and even folks from across the United States, so even just outside of Ohio. So it's really great to see. I think the response has been great. And here's how others can help um, is, you know, let us know. Um, <laughs> click on the link that says um, on the page uh, to suggest you know, resources or additional titles, but even shoot us an email to be like, well, here's an idea. What do you all think? Um, We're more than happy. We have a a few other resources um, that we typically roll out even about like having conversations um, for like an educator toolkit. We use the family and youth institute one um, around the time of um, the commemoration of 9-11, just to be able to equip either teachers, parents, and students. But we think that, additional toolkits like that, um, and additional resources would be helpful. And so keep checking in over the next few weeks and couple, you know, couple and several months. um, We'll keep um, adding to that list and adding to this page.
0: And I have to say one of the things I love most about this storyline is what I'm hearing from you is there was no resource there. And instead of waiting around and instead of saying, who's going to fix this, you said, okay, we will. You saw a problem and you saw the solution in yourselves. And I love that. Thank you so much.
1: Oh, absolutely. It's our pleasure. It's our pleasure.
0: Amina Barhumi, thank you so much for taking the time to share your thoughts uh, and to share this really important resource with Ohio's educators. Thank you so much for having me, Katie. It was great to speak with you. If you'd like to check out the CARE Ohio Educator Resource page, you can find the link in the show notes for this episode. And while you're there, make sure you subscribe to Education Matters wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode in the future. Season 3 of Education Matters is winding down as we head into summer break with only one more new episode coming next week. But we are already looking ahead to Season 4. And if you have ideas about topics you'd like to hear about, please send me an email at educationmatters@ohea.org. Until next time, stay well.